Chapter 121. Midnight. The forecastle bulwarks. Stub and flask mounted on them and passing additional lashings over the anchors there hanging. No, Stub. You may pound that knot there as much as you please, but you'll never pound into me what you were just now saying. And how long ago is it since you said the very contrary? Didn't you once say that whatever ship Ahab sails in, that ship should pay something extra on its insurance policy? Just as though it were loaded with powder barrels aft and boxes of lucifers forward? Stop now, didn't you say so? Well, suppose it did. What then? I've part changed my flesh since that time. Why not my mind? Besides, supposing we are loaded with powder barrels aft and lucifers forward, how the devils could the lucifers get a fire in this drenching spray here? Why, my little man, you have pretty red hair. You couldn't get a fire now. Shake yourself, you're Aquarius with a water barrel flask. Might fill pitches at your coat collar. Don't you see then that for these extra risks the marine insurance companies have extra guarantees? Here are hydrants, flask. But hark again, I'll answer you the other thing. First, take your leg off from the crown of the anchor here, though, so I can pass the rope. Now, listen. What's the mighty difference between holding a mass lightning rod in a storm and standing close by a mass that hasn't got any lightning rod at all in a storm? Huh? Don't you see a timberhead that no harm can come to the holder of the rod unless the mast is first struck? What are you talking about, then? Not one ship in a hundred carries rods. And Ahab, I, man, and all of us were in no more danger than, in my poor opinion, than all the crews in 10,000 ships now sailing the seas. Why, you king poster, I suppose you would have run every man in the world go about with a small lightning rod running up the corner of his hat like a militia officer's skewered feather and trailing behind like his sash. Why don't you be sensible, Flask? It's easy to be sensible. Why don't you, then? Any man with half an eye could be sensible. I don't know that, Stub. You sometimes find it rather hard. Yes, when a fellow's soaked through, it's hard to be sensible. That's a fact. And I'm about drenched with this spray. Never mind. Catch the turn there. Pass it. Seems to me we're lashing down these anchors now as if they were never going to be used again. Tying these two anchors here, Flash, seems like tying a man's hands behind him. And what big, generous hands they are, to be sure. These are your iron fists, eh? What a hold they have, too. I wonder, Flask, whether the world is anchored anywhere. If she is, she swings with an uncommon long cable, though. There, hammer that knot down, we've done. So, next to touching land, light in on deck is the most satisfactory. I say, just wring out my jacket skirts, will ya? Thank ye. Oh, they laugh at long togs so fast, but seems to me a long-tailed coat ought always to be worn in storms aloft. The tails tapering down that way serve to carry off the water, do you see? Same with cocked hats. The cocks form gable and eave troughs, flask. No more monkey jackets and tarpaulins for me. I must mount a swallowtail and drive down a beaver. So. There goes my tarpaulin overboard. Lord, Lord, that the winds that come from heaven should be so unmannerly. This is a nasty night, lad.